Hey there, welcome to Toast Radio, making your life a little more purple. My name is Miguel Brochetto, and today we're diving into an amazing event that the Indigenous Alliance hosted at the beginning of last month to celebrate the beginning of spring. As an education student, I believe it is important to acknowledge and support Indigenous communities. And the Indigenous Alliance is doing an incredible work in promoting inclusivity and diversity on campus. The event was a fantastic way to experience and engage with Indigenous culture and traditions. The ceremony began with the raising of the Indigenous flag, which was an important symbol of Indigenous serenity and resistance. The flag was flown alongside the Canadian and Quebec flag, and the ceremony included drumming, singing, and a brief speech from the chief of the Elvenac Council. As I was there standing as the flag rose, I can tell you, Gators, my hair raised up, and it's an incredible feeling of hearing the drums and seeing the movement of the flag. It was really... Mm. It was really touching, Gators. Like, I cannot explain how amazing and beautiful it was. Uh, following the racing uh, the flag ceremony, the Indigenous Alliance hosted a dancing demonstration and food sharing event. The dancing demonstration was lively and er energetic, showcasing traditional indigenous dancing styles. And it was an opportunity to, to learn about the importance of dancing in the indigenous cultures and experience the joy of dancing together. It was really interesting seeing how it was once in an opportunity lifetime since we couldn't we were not allowed to record the dance the audience be more focused on the dancing and making us understand how important it's for the culture the food sharing was also an amazing experience giving us the chance to taste some delicious indigenous snacks and treats and it was a fantastic way to learn the importance of traditions and rich flavors in indigenous cuisine. Later today, we're gonna be interviewing one of the participants and Indigenous Alliance members who helped to organize this event that happened last month. She was part of the team that created a scavenger hunt for indigenous language acquisition. It was an important and engaging activity that gave us a way to learn about indigenous language. Participants researched for words and phrases hidden in different locations around the quad. Learning a bit about indigenous language along the way, it was a really fantastic experience and I would do it again and recommend it for many other types of activities. Overall, the event was a huge success and a fantastic way to promote inclusivity on campus. I really hope to see more chances to experience events like this on campus. As a student at Bishops, I'm really proud that they supported this environment, creating a welcoming and safe environment for all students. If you miss the event, don't worry. The Indigenous Alliance is always hosting exciting and engaging events on campus. So be sure to keep an eye on their Instagram for upcoming events. We're going to continue with an interview with one of the members of the Indigenous Alliance. So keep tuned, Gators. Hello there, thank you for staying with us. Uh, we're here with Julianne. So, hello Julianne, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hi, um, Kwe. I'm Julianne Bola Whitmore, Patishimu, Wachiroshkwan, Kamnagwamit, which way I just said is hi, I'm Julianne. With my long name, I have two middle names, which are Inu, and then um, a spiritual name. And my middle name is actually uh, Northern Lights and Sunset. And then we have my spiritual name, which was given to me at the Longhouse. Um, 
which is Timnagwamith, which means the one that sleeps well. <laughs> which, there's a whole story behind it, but... What is the story behind that amazing name you have? Um, okay. I'll give you a bit of context first, because um, I got it at the longhouse, and some people don't know what a longhouse is. Yes, that was going to be my question. What's was, a longhouse? Um, a longhouse is where, like, first of all, it's like a big, long tent, basically, and what you saw in history class, you know, those long tents where indigenous people would live, but we use that as our place of teaching. It's where we learn, like, the whole st creation stories, the, you know, just the teachings on, like, like, water, you know, like, there's, everything has a teaching, and, like, our, el like, our, the elders are there to teach us, like, kids are welcome, because it's, we're learning about our culture, you know, and, um, like, like, a longhouse, like, uh, men sit on the, which side, um, north, I, I don't know, on, on one side, and then woman on the other side, and, like, you have to, for a woman, you have to wear a ribbon skirt because it's, you know, tradition uh, in a way because you're protecting yourself as, you know, uh, from, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. And, um, yeah, that's basically a long house. Yeah. Oh. But um, on how I got my name is um, I basically grew up in a long house saying, like, I was there till I was young. I stay there actually. There'd be kids who come who would come there, but they would not never stay in the longhouse. They would just go play outside. But I was that one kid who like wanted to stay and listen to everything. Even then, I was tired. I fell asleep many times. Like, like I was what five or younger. I fell asleep. My parents would try to bring me. I was like, Nah, you ain't bringing me. <laughs> I'm staying in this place here. I'm like. I'm not. I'm not sleeping. I'm listening. I need to listen to the t to the teachings. <laughs> and um, and one of the elders would always. I don't know. Thinking I was cute and pinching my chubby cheeks to wake me up. Whatever. And um, he would literally was telling me like, "Yep, that's Kemnagwamith." <laughs> I, and he told him, and like, that's what the, the spirit told me. That's Jamnagwamit, the one that sleeps well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's, I, that's pretty lovely. So what I get from that is that you are not necessarily, like, in Western, like, communities or countries where you have to bring the kids and force them to study or to learn. It's more like if you want to learn, you are welcome to learn. And yeah, just like exactly. A, it's like if you want you want like as much example if i really want to know more on the stories of creation or whatever i it's on me you know it's on me to go find the sources but it's amazing i find honestly like the fact that like you it's yourself that you want to do it, not just like, you know, because you have to, it's like, eh, whatever, it's, it's more meaningful. Yeah, learning about different ways of knowledge is, every time is really interesting, and I feel that at least here in Bishops can be 
hierarchical a lot two times like it's always like the teacher who's like always in power and always has like the knowledge instead of being more of a communication with the whole classroom and i feel that's what the longhouse experiences like everyone even if you're a kid you still can contribute or the thing is is even if you're a kid you could still like really like kind of go talk really like i uh there's like kind of rules in the longhouse um because like there's a medicine healers and all that whatever and i was given a job as a translation because mm-hmm. i was the only really english kid <laughs> i come from a french inu town so when you speak english it's like what the hell but like we had uh, elders coming from a Cree nation which they speak english and they're like you will translate because i understand french pretty well not always the best at speaking but i understand so my job was to translate the teachings what they were saying french to english and i was like seven doing that but like to me it was amazing like it was fun because like i got to hear like inu like in inu the teaching and as well in french and in english like the fact that i just understood all three (laughs) so it's like hey I just practice three of my languages right wow, now. Wow, that's really, really, like, mind-blowing. Like, how were you able to manage all that knowledge in all those different languages? It's really impressive. Oh, trust me, my head's mixed up. <laughs> no, I get it. Like, well, at least you, you were able to see different perspectives on it. Like, does it, like, the language, like, because I know you're especially interested on language learning, of le- learning more about indigenous language like Inuit so were you like do you think it changes a lot from one language to another like the oh it's it's very different like um example English you have to have like it uh, how I see English it's easy French when you write things it's gonna be long because you have to have more things in Inuit most of the time it's like one long word means like a whole something like my name Kamenguamit means the one that sleeps well you know like it's we have uh, meanings it's very con- we're very connected to like the earth really like also like example what Inu means is people human mm-hmm. like we're all human but okay. I am Inu it's, yeah <laughs> and um, I'm coming from originally from Malutanam which is a reservation in the North Shore region of Quebec um, I'm Inu, actually, from the Inu Nation, and here we are. That's so great. Thank you so much for, for being here with us. And I just wanted to ask, uh, how have you been involved in the Indigenous Alliance? What have you done so far at here at Champlain and futurely at Bishops? Um, I mean, I've done a lot, I'll be honest. Um, like for Champlain this year, like I've I've done a documentary, like we've done a documentary called Healing the Next Seven Generations. It's me with, uh, we're just five, four uh, other Indigenous students, which from Champlain, and we're just like, just talking about like, what can we do to like, um, to do better, in, like the colonial system, and like, just it's just very good information. And then I've, like, 
I've done a lot of uh, Orange Shirt Day where I've done a speech. Um, I've uh, we met the German students, and I, I sang to them with the Vicky. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's really amazing. Perfect. So just following up of, of that, uh, talk about a little, little bit about the documentary. What was it? How was the experience of uh, when did it start? Um, actually, it was uh, filmed last year. And the whole, pro what it was really originally, it was called Theatrical Speaking, which was uh, Patricia, uh, one of the, from, professor from UDS was basically uh, doing her uh, master's or I don't know, some essay <laughs> type of thing, like a whole project and um, she wanted to just do on indigenous people and like kind of we chose and like we decided to do a documentary and chose to speak about those issues and like especially like as a documentary it's like very it's not like uh, some play where you mm -hmm. like, you know, plays are nice. Like, of course you have the recording, but like it's it's where you could be seen like in, you know, classes or like just good information of like kind of like us, like mm -hmm. why we're here in school and like the difficult things of what we have to go through of the like the colonial system and everything. And it's a very good documentary, even though I hate seeing myself in it. <laughs> It's uh, it's really like heart moving. Like I tear up every time oh. I see it because my friends oh, they make wonderful. me cry. That's so wonderful, honestly. Uh, that's really really wonderful. If we're interested or in knowing more of seeing you, where can we find this wonderful documentary? Um, I'll be honest. I think I need more n news on that. I do know it's on like Venmo, on like Line where I have like I have it. It's technically, if you really are curious, it's kind of see me for the moment of it. Cause like it, and there are showings and like Bishop sometimes or like, uh, or Champlain. Like we do have posters around, like last time we did have a showing and we had a showing as well in UDS. Cause, mm -hmm. but yeah. Okay, that's amazing. Tell us a little bit more about how did you end up here in Sherbrooke? What did you inspire you to come study here and move here to study whatever you're studying here? I didn't... Okay, yeah. Um, well, originally, my uh, both of my grand... Oh, on the white side, you would say. Um, my maternal grandparents both went to bishops. So, like, I, c I knew about the campus, but I didn't know about Champlain because I go to Champlain. Uh, college, which is on the same campus, and I'm in the psychology program. Um, but um, I only found out like w on my like last month of where I wanted to go because I wasn't planning to go to college at all. I was planning to drop out. But um, just after my home, which is my grandfather, passed away, like, and he told me like about his stuff with the residential schools. Um, I've always had, like, I was always w was a good listener. So, like, my direct instinct was, like, I want to help, but how? And then I thought of psychology. And everyone was surprised my family just because, like, I'm very closed off and I'm, like, I'm very shy. But 
I had to leave to, like, make my journey to, like, heal me because, like, where I'm from, it's kind of a broken town because of all the trauma because there, like, was a residential school in my community. So, like, you know, you have to, like, kind of put yourself away to actually heal. So I decided to, like, come here. And, like, I heard that, like, I read that there, they had, like, stuff for Indigenous people. So I was like, hey, why not? Yeah, following that, how was the first time you got to be introduced with the Bishop's community and especially, like, the Indigenous Alliance? Did they support you to be integrated or how was that? Um, I mean, everyone's so welcoming, actually. Like, uh, every indigenous person I've met really like they've are so welcoming and I'm like it makes me happy just because like being far from home you know like there's no like not that I know of like I'm the only Inu here like in Champlain for sure because I don't know about Bishop but don't think so but so like you you get lonely you know you you want your connection so like at least I have that kind of connection and they helped me a lot and like you know they're really great friends but also like a support system because we're all here to like build our life but yet we still help each other what do you believe then are for example the challenges that you would face or an indigenous student would face here on campus that you know as a regular student we can try to help or like be participant in any way um, uh, I mean in general Let's be honest, the school system is very colonial. So there's times where you're gonna, it's gonna touch and it's gonna hurt and all that. Like there's some things that you don't expect hearing and you're like, that's not what I learned, you know? But you kind of have to see the side and learn as much as you don't like it to like at least have like the, side of it you know it's good to have more than one side of you know the stories and like as much as it sucks being far like it's honestly fun because you get to make amazing people here and like as much and also like the professors are really nice and like they help you like I come from a small school you know a small little community so like I like that you still, like, have accommodations, you can still have help, and even though there's, like, what, like, a thousand-something more than students, you know, and, yeah. That's great. Uh, so, what are, for example, one of those specific resources of opportunities that Bishop's University in the future or right now is providing for, to support Indigenous students? Um, or, well, Bishop's or Champlain, of course. Yeah. Um, like... Well, we have both Champlain and Bishops. We have a lounge for uh, the Indigenous students. Um, I don't know so much about the Bishops Lounge because I've, I've been a couple times. But, like, I've, per se, like, I don't hang out there because I'm technically a Champlain student, but going into Bishops. But, um, like, um, like, honestly, take advantage of the counselors they have there. They're really great people. Like, they are good support, but also, like, they don't try to, like, they don't push, like, colonial aspects at you, and you know, 
and they make sure we're safe. So looking more maybe towards the future, are you looking to get more invested on the Indigenous Alliance now that you're becoming a bishop student really soon? Or do you have any ideas, for example, of activities or stuff you would like to implement? Actually, yes, for <laughs> sure. Because like, even though uh, I'm a Champlain student, I collaborate all the time with like the Indigenous bishops, students, because like, with my job especially. But I've, as much as I am shy though, as a person, I do want to implement myself more because I deserve to have a voice and, and you know, why not? It's okay, so let's go, Yeah. let me rephrase that yeah. question. For example, you participated on the events on campus last month. How, tell me about that experience. How was organizing that event, that treasure hunt? Um, honestly, it was really fun. Like, especially for me, because what I do is um, I work with the, like, the Abenaki class. I don't know what the actual name is. I should, but, you know, I work, like, with the bishops and Champlain uh, for the Abenaki language class. And what we're doing is, what I'm doing specifically is I'm making art for flashcards uh, for the indigenous words, like, basically, to help you know uh better to the memory but as well for the people who don't who aren't indigenous to learn to have a nice you know perspective and being able to understand and like connect but as well as um i like that as we all come to a community with the group you know how we all talk and we all are you know, praising each other, saying that's great, you know, it's like you you actually feel welcome with this. Like, I'm not scared to talk to, like, my bosses that much because, like, I know that they will think I have great ideas. And, yeah. Well, that's really cool. It's really great how can you communicate and be part of more than a job, but be more like a working together it, kind of community. As much, I don't think of it as a job, that's the thing, because I love to do art. I, so, like, to me, I'm getting paid to do something I love. I don't care about the payment, really. I'm just wanting to do it because it's for a language, like a native language. It might not be my language, like Inu, but it's still helping one language, and I'm like, the fact that I get to help makes me happy. Yeah, talking about more like language-wise and education, do you believe it will be really interesting for bishops to expand like the courses that they have towards like indigenous uh, students? Like, uh, well, just to confirm with you, does bishops has like a like a indigenous student department, like indigenous study studies? Yes, they they do. Cause okay. I'm I'm actually taking a minor of it okay. of indigenous studies. Um, I don't know too much about it, but I know that they are, uh, in the future wanting to put more languages or like something. And I, I do have ideas for stuff that I would, you know, I would like to implement here. Be cool. Do you think it's uh, really important to promote like language and culture, like with events like these to, uh, well, to the 
to increase the like inclusivity and visions of diversity? I mean, of course. Like events like these are essential. So, like to us, we've done many events like Champlain students, like uh, and barely anyone comes. Mm. So it's sad. Like we're trying, but then no one's. But like with the difference of with bishops, because there is more students and as well most of the time they are a little more mature so like they are more not caring but like you know they have more empathy than yeah the college students in a way so like i like that we see i like to see that we all come together and like even though it's in a way like it has nothing to do for them like we're all here for our education to get our lives together and what we want you know but the fact that they people still put time to like come see our events makes us happy yeah of course like at the end of the day we might be in different schools but we share campus and we share yeah. a same community so it will be lovely that the indigenous alliance at champlain gets the same love as i've seen here mm-hmm. in bishops well just to close off a little bit i wanted to ask you how does it how did it feel seeing hearing the drums and seeing the flag raise i already mentioned earlier in the podcast that for me it was a really strong uh, moment so what how did you feel to me like okay to me it's an, a normal thing in a ways but like not normal to like it's whatever it's every time i hear the drums or like you know like as well as like i grew up in the long house and I grew up singing with my parent, like, you know, grandparents, and, like, I, I know a lot, and, like, if I could, if I had a drum, I'd be a singer, you know, for, for that, especially, but, like, every time I hear it, like, like you said, I always get goosebumps, like, it's, it's, it's so heartfelt, like, as much as, like, you, like there's, sometimes there's, there are some songs that have words, but like of course you won't understand but like as much as they're just little words or like just li- they're just like voices or like you know humming it it has a lot of meaning and emotion like it's very heartfelt yeah yeah that's beautiful uh well thank you so much julia for coming and talking with us i hope you like your experience well, Do- thank you for having me of course would you have anything to add uh, towards the future? Maybe something we should keep an eye on the future that maybe the Indigenous Alliance would do, as you heard or I you mean, know? I mean, something that we for sure should do mm-hmm. is um, a round dance. I don't know. That'd be cool. Yeah. Which, uh, uh, like a powwow? It's kind of... Okay. It's for me, uh, what the round... It's called round dance, but the real word for me is called the mukasham. Mm-hmm. And it's just like where like it's there's a song with it and just you just really all it is is one person starts to go and then others and it starts to build a circle mm-hmm. and we're all just dancing in a circle in a way it's just like community and it's just like i don't know it's just nice i feel like and i'm like i haven't seen that since home in a way so i'm like it'd be cool maybe in the future like we could do that because like back home we have a festival called Inu Nigumu where we're like anyone could come really and there's always gonna have that song and there's like hundreds of people there and yet that song plays everyone's gonna join like even though like 
like non-indigenous people go there and they still join and be a part of it and like the fact that they I like you know we see that they're happy and being part you know like it feels nice to like see us as all one together you know it's really I've seen videos of, uh, you know, I don't know if it is the same thing, but at least like dancing, that's community dancing, like powwows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the whole experience of, well, the feeling of seeing everyone dancing at the same rhythm, dancing all together, that's mm-hmm. just beautiful. And I hope I can participate on that. I'm lucky enough to be able to be there one day. And yeah. Um, There's I a powwow actually. Oh yeah? And Genawage, July okay. 10th. Oh, okay, July and 10th. And uh, I know that there, it's uh, non-Indigenous people are allowed to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, that would be pretty cool. Honestly, yeah. it would be lovely. And, I well, it's soon, actually. Yeah. During the summer, it's mostly during the summer that there is, like, maybe... Yeah, it's, it's technically summer is powwow season, really. Is there, like, well, maybe this is going a little bit off the topic, but during the summer, like, if you wanted to participate, what's the biggest festival, indigenous festival, maybe that will be... Um, like, there's uh, there's one called Koi Fest, and it's in Quebec City. Mm-hmm. And then, like the one I said, yeah, the Inunigamu Festival is from my hometown. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. far, but <laughs> okay, yeah. in a way, like, we're really promoting it. Like, there's billboards of the festival that mm-hmm. that's in Montreal, and it's actually, like, with a, a contest. If you get the picture with it, you could get tickets. Okay. So, well, just to close off this interview a little bit, would you leave us a word that has a lot of meaning to you or that... It would be interesting for the listeners to keep in their mind um, an Inuit word or like. Um, okay, I'll say it in English. I'll okay. say it in English, and then I'll end with one Inuit word. Okay. Um. Never doubt yourself, and you got this on this journey. But yeah, and last thing is that means thank you in Inuit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. So I think that's it for today. Uh, thank you so much, Gators, for listening to us. Uh, we're here at Toast Radio, making your life a little more purple.